You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see. What up, what up, Real Coach JB here, another Slapdick Podcast coming at you on this fucking work boot Wednesday. Some of you call it hump day. Hard hat Wednesday, whatever you want to call it. I called it work boot Wednesday. Allen will tell you. My boy Allen Edward in the house, former quarterback of mine, joins us here and there. Uh, he'll tell you. I used to. I had mechanic shirts made with coaches' names. We used to have. Uh, we used to wear them, and then I had a hard hat, man. And uh, the hard hats didn't work too well. I even had our indie decals put on them. They didn't work too well. They were too hard to wear coaching. So I went with the uh, trucker hats instead. I got the trucker hats and, the, you know, the old school net webbing net uh, snapbacks. I got those and wore those with the mechanic shirts. And a uh, good friend of mine, Coach Crittenden, he's the head coach at Eastern Michigan. He adopted it. So did a few others, uh, four-year school guys. And Coach Crittenden at Eastern Michigan wore them in their bowl game um, a couple of years back. Um, he wore the uh, the mechanic shirts because of what we did um, at practice. So we had a lot of four-year schools at practice, obviously. But anyway, man, it's a great day to have a great day. Work Boot Wednesday here on the uh, Slapdick Podcast. Um Brought to you by Manscaped. Make sure you go check out Manscaped. Um, I told you guys if you guys bought a Manscaped deal, I'd give you a bottle. Um, you have to buy the bottle, but I'll sign it for you. Venmo me, Coach JB12. Uh, 55 bucks. It's 40 bucks, but it's 15 to ship at least. I'm probably losing money, but I don't care. I'll send you the bottle signed. Uh, go to my, go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code SLAPDICK. Get you some SLAPDICK and uh, whiskey. Uh, CoachJBStore.com Get you some Manscaped Shave your balls on Manscaped.com Use the promo code SLAPDICK And uh, get it cracking It's a great day to have one man A lot of shit going out Title of this show is called Handouts And uh, basically man I'm just going to I'm going to straight up Wing this one Um it's called handouts. My fucking TV keeps going out. It's called handouts. Title of this show. Multitasking right now on YouTube. Um, because we're handing out too much shit, in my opinion. And we don't have to work for it no more. And we are teaching the kids on, on how to just take handouts. Let's just give them everything. Don't make them work for shit. It's truly becoming more evident daily. I mean, it's probably by the hour, to be honest with you. Um, and that's why I've titled this show Handouts, because I didn't really have a script for it or nothing. I'm going to wing it today um, because uh, I just had to get it off my chest. We're handing out too much shit. And it starts with the adults, because we're the ones handing it out. And uh, let me get you started. Quote of the day, man. Most people are afraid. 
to fix their problems because they have to confront themselves as the cause. Most people are afraid to fix their own problems because they have to confront themselves as the cause. Pretty deep, um, to be honest. A lot of cats can't look in the mirror, can't fucking face themselves, and can't tell themselves the truth. That you're fucked up. You. Hey, you. You're fucked up. In the mirror. Can't fucking say it. Um, the factor one. How much you want to bet Justin Fields don't prove me wrong? How much you want to bet he's a bust? How many quarterbacks have you seen me miss on? <laughs> uh... Let's, let's put a wager on it, the factor one. We can bet something per season since I don't evaluate, I don't judge you. Um, I don't want to judge somebody based on one rookie season on a horrible team. So I'm not, that's, see, that's what you, some of you guys do. You guys judge them and shit off of one. Oh, Joe Burrow's the best ever his rookie year, and then he gets hurt. Like, calm down, dog. Let's give Cat some time. I, I am not rooting against Justin Fields, by the way. I I, I recruited the kid to Independence. Um, he chose to, to go transfer. Uh, he appealed the process and won. Um, all I'm saying is that, in my opinion, he doesn't have what it takes to win at the NFL level. He's a great athlete, great kid, all that shit. I don't see, think he has what it takes. Just like Lamar Jackson. Love him to death. Think he's a freak of nature. I'm just telling you. How about, how about Allen the other day at Buffalo? I think I called that one. Mahomes, Lamar, Baker, Wentz. Just telling you, dog. I called Ryan Leaf back in the day. I called RG3. I called Vince Young. Dog, NFL is different. And mechanically, you have to have a platform and if you guys are coaches and understand what I'm saying you have to have a platform I'm, I'm so anyone that out there in layman's terms when you throw the football as a quarterback your platform has to be such that it is a quick release it doesn't drop it does not too elongated it's fast trigger get it out Kurt Warner Dan Marino Aaron Rodgers Trent Green um, there's been a lot of quick triggered quarterbacks, Tony Romo, Peyton, even though he's a longer body, he still got it out quick and, and to the point, um, just telling you, I think, uh, see people, people, people say Carson Wentz dude had a great season this year. What do you define a great season by? <laughs> He's lost every meaningful game they've played. He chokes in every meaningful minute they play. You guys look at stats, overall stats, and think that somebody's doing a good job. Someone told me that fucking Baker Mayfield threw for like 440 versus the Chargers and they lost. And he was like, he balled. I'm like, if you look at the critical elements of the game, when a quarterback is judged the most... Brady's of the world, the Rodgers of the world, the Russell Wilson's of the world, even they all win at the end. They make throws when it counts. These guys do not. Carson Wentz chokes when it counts, man. What are you fucking talking about? 
What are you guys looking at? Baker Mayfield is a fucking garbage. Carson Wentz is right there with him. Overpaid. All these motherfuckers are overpaid. They're all shitty. They have no nuts and guts. They have not. They don't have the it factor. And uh, just telling you, Baker Mayfield, solid. He's a great leader. Somebody said here in the chat. So you want your quarterback, the great leader, to talk shit to your own fan base? <laughs> Come on, homie, get real. Some of you guys are living in La La Land, dog. The last time I found that to be the definition of good leadership. Um, I think I was probably a bad leader. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway, title of the show is handouts. Um, shout out to one of Allen's former teammates, one of my former players, Jermaine Johnson. He was named five, uh, first team all American today. Um, and, uh, you know, great accomplishment. Give it up for Jermaine Johnson, Florida State. He was ACC Defensive Player of the Year. And then today he was named uh, first team All-American. Calvin Jackson, uh, junior, former player as well, was named All-Pac-12 wide receiver. Give it up for my boy CJ. So some great kids are coming out and doing some great things uh, after they've you know, played for me, obviously, and uh, just different things like that. So kudos to those guys, man. Hopefully they get drafted, get a paycheck, get the bag, as y'all say, and uh, see what happens. See what happens. Um, I do have two puppies, slapdickbullies.org, coachjb12 at gmail.com. If you're interested, the, the Blue Merle. Um, let me know. I'm going to start bidding it out as well as my, uh, trimural trimural will be much more expensive, obviously, but, uh, they're Christmas babies. So they will be five weeks old Sunday. They'll be ready to go around eight weeks. Uh, I'll get their first shots at six weeks. So if you guys are interested, they're full ABKC registered health check, DNA tested the whole nine. They're a big-time bloodline. Um, let me know if you're interested. Hit me up, coachjb12 at gmail.com. Um, if you haven't noticed, I named this show Handouts because parents at the home, um, make sure you use Slapdick promo code at manscaped.com. I'm going to get rid of this banner. Um. If you haven't noticed, man, we are handing out far too much in society. As parents, as teachers, as coaches, we are handing the keys to these kids and trying to make them bosses, pilots, leaders when they aren't. They're passengers, and you guys are anointing them pilots, and you guys are fucking up. The youth. <laughs> and I say you guys because I had it out with some guy on Twitter. Nothing major, but he said, Coach JB, you got to stop blaming the parents. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, when, when a kid does this, okay, YouTube can see this. 
Some of you guys may not be able to, but YouTube, you guys can see it. Um, fucking bitch. This is a fucking 14, 15 year old girl who beats a teacher's ass in class. And look at this old teacher walk over like no big deal. So when, when, um, when those things right there are happening at home, I, I, I don't know who you blame. So who, who do you blame? <laughs> like, in my opinion, from the age womb, baby, <laughs> when you come out the womb till you're about 15, <clears throat> I believe your foundation is set at the household. If you have parents or two parents or even one parent, there's too many excuses going on right now with single parents. And listen, unfortunately, the stereotypical persona is black mamas, black single parents, because Stereotypically, in society, we tab white folks to be the two-parent home kids, and we claim black parent black folks to have the single mama household. So, if you guys disagree with that, we can have an argument, and remember, you know, disagreements become great conversation. But I think Alan can attest to you uh, at Independence. We had. About 200 kids a year every summer come into camp, all right? We'd cut certain kids. We knew certain kids wouldn't make it through the process. And then we'd redshirt certain kids. And even those redshirt kids I would get scholarships for that never played it down for me. I always treated those same those kids the same. Now, remember, each kid's treated differently on an individual basis. I might yell at one kid. I might cry with one kid. I might whisper sweet nothings to one kid. I might motherfuck one kid. Individually, each kid is treated different based on what they can handle, what they can't handle, okay? Alan is treated totally different than Malik Henry. Emmett Gooden was treated totally different than, say, Raheem Boyd. Every kid is treated different, but totality the team should be treated the same that means we have the same rules be on time don't fuck up in the cafeteria don't fuck up in the dorm sit in the front row don't call girls bitches don't sag your draws show your ass don't disrespect community members we're representing a football program here and unfortunately in an all-white town when you're a bunch of black kids polynesians even if it's a 46-year-old black dude at the corner store buying black and milds, guess who does it? Guess who it was? Football player. So why did I have a rule? Can't buy black and milds at the liquor store. Because a football player did it. Well, it's a similar thing. I used to try to give those harsh realities to my kids. Like, you have to understand, if, you, if a black human robs mcdonald's in independence kansas that night it's going to be in the newspaper tomorrow as a football player has done it i'll tell you a quick story too some of you guys might you guys might hear me out on this but this is a true story 
I think Allen was there then. We had a kid, a big red-headed kid from Wichita, big white red-headed tight end. All right. Jer- uh, his last name was Shockley. Allen, you might remember him. Was not the sharpest tool in the shed by any means. All right. Loved the kid to death. Great family. Good kid. Couldn't read and write very well. White kid. Both family members in the house. Both mom and dad. And Emmett Gooden, Memphis, Tennessee kid. Uh, again, struggle with academics. Struggled uh, reading and writing. Struggle with those type of things, right? Went to University of Tennessee. Uh, Drew Call American for me. Probably an NFL talent. Um, a teacher gave me two new, two papers and told me that Emmett Gooden will never pass the class because he can't write and read well enough. And this is his paper. Look it over for me. So I look it over and I've, I've read enough Emmett papers to know that that was not Emmett's writing. So before I find out that, you know, Emmett had somebody do it or something, I bring Emmett in and I'm like, who the fuck's paper is this? And he's like, I don't know. And Emmett didn't lie to me when anything serious like that came along. I got Emmett his high school diploma, by the way, plus I got his AA degree for him. He didn't have his diploma when I brought him in. I got it for him in about two weeks, FYI. So I think Emmett said that on the show. My point being is that paper that this teacher, a white teacher, claimed Emmett that it was Emmett's paper because it had no name on it. And I knew enough because I remember people don't realize I was me and my I had my staff and, and I would be in the office till three, four in the morning with these kids doing study stuff because they had no real fucking tutors on that campus. We were the tutors. <laughs> people don't realize what we used to do. Alan will tell you. But anyway, the, the kids were first academics for first if. Alan will tell you, TJ will tell you, I didn't fuck around with that shit. If you fucking fell in classes, you weren't going to play. You weren't going to practice. You were going to fucking go in the dirty dozen and you're going to be at five in the morning and pushing fucking logs and going to study hall. I didn't give a fuck. Football was not your issue. (laughs) Academics was your issue. Or you wouldn't have been in JUCO with me. That's what people don't get. On the flip side, these teachers also don't understand they didn't turn down Notre Dame to go teach at Independence Community College. They are there for a reason, but that's been lost somewhere. And these teachers think that they were at fucking Notre Dame and Harvard and that these kids were not at a commuter college in the middle of fuck nowhere. They thought, oh, I'm good. I'm better than you. I'm fucking at Notre Dame. No, you're not, teacher. You are here for a fucking reason. You didn't turn down Notre Dame. Teach these kids something. Well, the story, to be short and quick with it, I've already elongated this message. Um, The bottom line is, This kid had no name on his paper. Guess whose paper it was? It was the white kid, Shockley's. The white kid, Shockley's paper was so bad. She stereotyped it and and automatically thought that it was Emmett's. My black kid. No, it wasn't. It was a white kid's paper. So when I told her the truth and broke it down to her, 
she didn't like that. And she didn't like the truth. And I said, it's ironic. Going back to the first part of this, 200 kids in the summer coming into camp. You know how many of those kids had had uh, both mother and father in the home? One. One kid. So most of my kids were black, and 99% of them had one parent in the home. Some didn't even have a mom. Some, were, some had a grandma, an auntie, a homie. Um... It's just, it's just one of those deals. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that we tab this, we stereotype all this as single mom, single mom. Well, my point is single mothers, black or not, white, Mexican, Asian, I don't care. I think now they're starting to use the excuse single mother so much because, listen, I get it, it's tough, all right? I understand single homes, trust me. I got to work two jobs. I got three or four kids. I got to provide for all of them. I got to deal with this. I got to deal with that. Listen, I get it. But you chose to do it. You had those kids. You now are providing for those kids. And unfortunately, you are spread so thin when your kid fucks up in class and at school and does some old shit we just watched, girl beating up a teacher in class, it's still your fault, single mother or not. And it's crazy how you don't see no single mother black kids out here smoking nobody in schools. You see both parent white kids out here smoking motherfuckers in schools. So tell me, stereotypical fucks, how that correlates to all these fucking stereotypes of single-parent black kids and double-parent white kids. It has no fucking bearing. A fucking shitbird's a shitbird, and it starts in the household. From age, womb age, from coming out the fucking womb till you're 15 years old, I believe a foundation is set. Somewhere in the middle of that, in between all that, you are responsible and accountable. Me and this guy gets into it on Twitter that parents, it ain't their fault. I said, just so you know, coach, you blame your parents when you fucked up in Compton growing up? No. You know why? Because I knew there was consequences coming home to what I did in the street. Whatever I did, I knew I had to go deal with it as a young man, really a boy, I had to go deal with the consequences at the house. I knew if I did something, I was fucked. Never crossed my mind to go out and loot fucking Nordstrom. It never crossed my mind to go beat a teacher. It never crossed my mind to not say thank you, please, yes, sir, and no, sir. (laughs) I find it unbelievable that these kids nowadays call coaches by their first name. I believe coach and doctor are in the same category. They've earned the right to be called coach and doctor, number one. Number two, you don't understand. There's some major fucking issues in this deal when you don't fucking confront 
the kid, when he fucks up in class and in school and you're spread out so thin because you're a single mother and you're using this excuse that you don't discipline your son or daughter when they beat a teacher's ass in class. You sometimes don't even find out about it. And then you use the excuse as I'm a single mom. I got four kids. <laughs> it's not a fucking excuse. So, so throw your shitbird kid on us as coaches, teachers, and people in society, huh? That's what you think is good? Just so we're clear. Coaches and teachers are your fucking babysitters. They are your babysitters, mom, dad, single mom, both parents, parent household. They, we are your fucking babysitters. We babysit your kid and see your kids throughout the year. If he plays sports, if he plays football for sure, because I've done the data. We see your kid more than two times as much as you. We have more influence on your kid than you do. Eight hours a day, first of all, it's your household. They're fucking sleep. So you're not doing shit with them. Let's just make sure we're clear on that. So eight hours of the day, you're asleep, both of you. So you might have dinner with them. You might go to the mall with them, maybe. You might go Christmas shopping with them, maybe. Even though I doubt that because we're online now, so I don't get it. And real quick, we're so online with everything, right? How the fuck is traffic getting worse? That's why I know it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Everybody shops online. The malls are folding all over across America. The malls are on an all-time low because we're not shopping in malls no more. Bullshit. The traffic is so fucking bad. Well, it is in L.A. We already know that. But it's everywhere I hear. I hear everywhere it's worse. <sighs> it's all online my ass. Anyway, um, that girl, that girl that beat that teacher's ass that I just showed on YouTube. <laughs> she, that was learned. That was taught. Okay. So somebody on Twitter said it was staged. It was set up. It's for likes and retweets. Okay. Dumb fuck. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the fucking girl did it. She hit a teacher, assaulted a teacher. She should be tried as an adult, in my opinion, because adults allowed it and they never coached it. Why in the fuck did I grow up in the worst neighborhood in this country and never had any of my kid boys growing up or girls growing up? Why the fuck did we never hit a teacher and beat up a teacher? Why the fuck did that never happen? Why the fuck did I, we never had school shootings? Why the fuck did we not have school shootings? Please explain that to me. 
kids do not fear their parents anymore because social services will arrest them and those kids know it and those kids know that the fucking repercussion when they get to the house is very minimal and all they're going to get is a suspension from high school or expelled. They don't give a fuck. They have no fucking investment in any of this so-called generation that is, I call soft, but enabled, whatever you want to call it. All these kids are instant fucking gratification seekers. They want it now, 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 now. They want shit handed to them right fucking now. They want the keys to the fucking ship and they haven't earned nothing. And you know what the problem is? You guys are giving it to them. A parents, homies, cliques, fucking hoods, teachers, coaches, you're giving them the keys. Just keep it real. You're all giving them the keys to the ship. And I'm just telling you, man, it's pretty fucked up. But don't blame parents. Well, who the fuck do you blame when they're that age? Because... Oh, they're just crazy. Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, shut up, man. So let me let me break it down. I told them. They said, Coach, do you uh, blame everything on your, everything your daughter does, do you blame yourself for it? And I said, yes, before she became an adult. Anything after she's an adult, whatever you out there li- put, draw the line in the sand as an adult, whenever that line hits at that certain age, she's an adult, I have let her go as far as your your repercussions to what you do. There's repercussions to what you do. There's consequences to what you do. Life's about choices, whatever choices you make. And if you fuck up and you go to jail or you do something, you're an adult. Don't do the fucking crime if you can't do the time. Been telling my daughter that forever. I don't have a son, uh, luck, obviously, so... I've had thousands of sons, by the way, but um, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. When you're an adult, to me, and you've done everything from baby till fucking, like I said, 15, in my opinion, is the foundation. I truly believe that the foundation's been set, and when we hit puberty and our nuts get hair on them, or our little... Lady parts get hair on them. We know the difference between right and wrong. Don't give me mental health shit. You can give me mental weakness. Don't give me no fucking mental health excuse. I'm blaming the parents until those kids hit adulthood and know the difference between right and wrong. Know how to say yes and please. Thank you. No, sir. Yes, sir. Like, Dog, first of all, it starts with manners, and there these kids have zero manners, have nothing. If a kid can't recognize an older person as somebody that has more experience than them and has been longer in the game than them and has seen the fucking horizon longer than them and has seen the moon set longer than them, they have a fucking problem 
with respect, with authority, with everything you're seeing out here right now. Look at what you're seeing. It's worse than I've seen in a long time. We got motherfuckers out here in L.A. pulling out pistols on family members. I mean, on females and their babies in restaurants full go in the daylight. It's happening all over L.A. right now. And. It's it's crazy. Like it's they're getting nutsier. They're getting ballsier because they're trained to have no consequence they've had no consequence to their actions when they get home well coach some of these kids don't have a home well i didn't either motherfucker i was in a car i slept in a chair in a, in a fucking car with no gla- no windows if your mental fortitude is not strong enough to fucking live life then you shouldn't fucking live life motherfucker and i blame your daddy because he should have pulled the fuck out and your single mom now is to blame there's no more fucking feeling sorry single moms i'm sorry you chose to do it you chose to have it i'm sorry your fucking baby daddy or baby mama if you're a dad has left and been a deadbeat or whatever but there's also a lot of data to the so-called deadbeat dad syndrome that's not as prevalent as you guys think there's a lot of single baby mamas who push single baby daddies away over and over and over and guess what the court systems favor the single fucking mothers regardless they could be a cokehead crackhead on fucking straight sherm and the fucking court still appoints the babies to the single mothers and the father can try and try and try. How many tries do you have to have to be pushed away to say you can't see your kid? There's a lot of single fathers that get tabbed deadbeat dad. I'm raising my hand. I'm one of them, by the way. Hey, just so you know, my daughter was lied to her whole fucking life. When I was doing everything behind the scenes, she had no idea. She's a little kid. She only knows what she knew. The adult lying to them, the single mother pushing me away, the court cost when you're an adolescent kid, like 18, 20, 21 year old kid like myself, chasing a dream, chasing college degree, chasing NFL future, chasing all this stuff. Okay, I don't have the court. I don't I can't pay for a lawyer, your honor. Well, we're going to give it to the mom. Well, the mom smokes crack, Your Honor. She snorts coke. She's out in the street. She's a stripper. Woo, woo, woo. It doesn't matter. But damn, I I fucking feed her. I give her all her clothes. My my parents actually help. You know, I I got on the county. I'm on WIC. I got fucking (laughs) EBT. Like, I'm the one doing everything for her. I give that to her. Mom. Nah, it doesn't matter. Well, if it doesn't matter, why do you have four kids, sir? Well, sir, your honor, I tried to be a great dad to my daughter and the mom pushed me away forever. And I tried and tried and tried. I didn't have the income. I always wanted to be a father to a son or a daughter. And unfortunately, the mom kept pushing me away and they had money because she had parents. I didn't. And uh, what happened was... I met someone that wanted to have my child and I had a child with him. Now, 
when motherfuckers have seven and eight kids, all right, now that's a you problem, motherfuckers. Let's slow down. No, I'm not trying to go and defend every single fucking deadbeat dad. There is deadbeat dads out there too now. But I'm telling you, 70%. There's a man, there's a single father's attorney crew out there, firm, law firm, that defends single fathers. And I, I broke down a big old sheet of analytics and data on this thing. 70% of single fathers that get tabs, uh, deadbeat dads are actually the ones that are being fucked. And the mother is a deadbeat mom. She uses the money from, for either alimony or child support on straight Gucci on the dumbest shit you could think of nothing for the kid or herself or himself. And yet anything comes up. Oh, my baby daddy's a deadbeat. He ain't nowhere to be found. Well, we were pushed away because the court system told us to be, go away because we didn't have the money to fight it. Guess what? Another deadbeat dad thrown in the fucking percentage of deadbeat dads when in theory, it's not the case at all. So we had it. We wanted to have a son with someone that I could grow up with, live with, raise. Now, when you start having three, four, five different baby mamas, then you got a problem, homie. Deshaun Watson, you got 30 fucking masseuse massage therapist you got a problem dog let's keep it real but i'm just trying to point that out i uh, got off topic a little bit but that is some real shit i only speak real shit so hopefully somebody can get, take that and run with it um but there is nobody not there is nobody else to blame but the parents <laughs> like who are you blaming god <laughs> you gonna blame god like Give me a fucking break. Who are you blaming? Um, Soda Man said, it's not that deep. Violent crimes are up because COVID locked everyone down. I mean, when I grew I was going, I'm an 80s baby dog, born in 70s, raised in the 80s. It was much worse then than it is now. What, what excuse is that? Give me an excuse for that one, Soto man. There was no pandemic in the 80s. <laughs> there was no fucking global warming. What other excuse you got? Dumb is dumb. Ignorant is ignorant. Stop giving motherfuckers excuses to go do stupid shit. Soto man basically just gave everybody a clearance because it was COVID and everyone's been locked down. So violent crimes are up. It's really not that deep, Soto man on YouTube says. <laughs> You're part of the problem, homie. You're part of the soft-ass enabling allowance of fucking people that don't coach it up and correct it, but they allow it and make excuses for it. Shut your fucking ass up. You're an ignorant fuck, Soto man. It ain't that deep. Motherfucker, please. Go give excuses so your son can go out and fucking rob... A convenience store, and it's cool, right? Because of fucking COVID lockdown. They deserve to get out and let their fucking uh, expressions out by robbing something and somebody. <laughs> you sound ignorant as fuck. Some of you motherfuckers just be talking to talk, dog. I swear to fuck. Like, it's unbelievable how some people just say shit. So basically, COVID hit. We got locked down. So let's make excuse for all these fucks out here. These shitbird fucking cowardly fucks stealing your Amazon packages, robbing motherfuckers at gunpoint, 
Robin Nordstrom in broad daylight. Let's give them a pass because it was fucking COVID. You soft, excuse-making, enabled fuck. Shut your motherfucking ass up. Get your bitch ass up out of my fucking show, homie. You're one of the problems in the life. Sorry-ass motherfuckers hide behind keyboards and talk all this shit and is giving motherfuckers passes for doing fucking criminal activities because of COVID lockdown. Let me ask you this. Pregnancies are up too, motherfucker. So do we have a sex problem? Is there a sex addict addiction? A sex addiction? How about divorce rates went up too? Is that all because of COVID or is that because you're a weak-minded motherfucker and can't work out your fucking problems as grown folks? See, some of you motherfuckers look at the fucking problems and not the fucking solutions. That's the problem with some of you motherfuckers. Motherfuckers want to think about how the problems are so bad where we're just going to quit on it and give it up. Fuck it. Let's go. Divorce. Let's go. Let's get out. I don't know if you guys have heard... Jalen Rose and Molly Quorum Rose, who's on ESPN, who can't control the narrative on Get Up and or on First Take with Stephen A. She's really bad. Beautiful woman, real nice, seems like nice. Everything I hear, she's good people. They had a divorce. People didn't know. They've actually gone through a divorce. Um, they haven't been together since April, apparently. Um, is it because of COVID? <laughs> Or is it because the lack of fucking work on the two people's part that don't want to fucking work on it? Dog, you have choices in life. You either work on the shit and get through it or you fucking quit on it. Is it because of COVID motherfucking soda whatever your name is? Is it because of COVID that we have an all-time high transfer portal rate too, motherfucker? Holy shit. <sighs> Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Um, anyway, the, the show's called Handouts. I haven't even really got into why I called it Handouts because of all this fucking, the fucking jokes of fucking comments that I see by these guys. But I appreciate it. I love discussing it. Um but some of you guys fucking make my piss hot because you say some dumb ass shit. That's real shit, though. I'm going to stay on it for a second. I'm sorry to be preaching, but <laughs> we really make that excuse every day in life. We make that excuse for every single motherfucker that we come across that has an issue. Instead of telling them the truth and motherfucking them and telling them some shit that's going to help them in the long run and benefit them, we bow down to them, tell them whisper sweet nothings to them, and accept it. Accept mediocrity. Accept shitbirds. Accept fucksticks. And you know what a slapstick turns into? A fuckstick. You know what a fuckstick turns into? A shitbird. You know what happens when you fucking allow everything? You don't coach it. You know when you don't coach it and what happens? <laughs> a snowball effect. And it starts touching every single motherfucker that you missed and didn't correct. Every single person that you thought it was too harsh to yell at or too hard to tell them the truth. 
They are now being told the truth in jail, motherfucker, or buried in fucking coffins six feet deep because your soft motherfucking enabling parenting ass didn't correct them when they were a youngster. Now they're dead, buried in jail, or fucking teaching others to do wrong, the wrong shit. Simple correction could have fucking fixed it between zero and 15 years old. It starts in the home. I don't give a fuck. Coach, we used to love our kid and da 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 da, and, and they became a Jeffrey Dahmer. First of all, Jeffrey Dahmer was fucking raped, abused. R. Kelly was raped, abused. Go look at all these fucking people. They all have something in common. Something happened to them traumatically when they were young. The Hillside Strangler. Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. The list goes on and on and on. Look at their fucking past and look at what happened when they were kids. You know what happened when I was a kid? I got my ass beat by my dad. Or my mom with a fucking three-inch leather belt and a buckle. Or a switch growing up if you know. Some of you in the hood know what a switch is or a fucking tree branch or any motherfucking thing. We knew our ass was getting fucking fired on. And that just is what it is. And there was no like, I hate you, dad. I'm calling the cops on you. (laughs) Like, your dad fucking took you to school the next day and gave you a donut and fucking taught you about the birds and the bees. That shit is gone. And I'm going to be damned if I'm not the one that figures out why. Like, but some of you motherfuckers got to help me. (laughs) Like, dog, we ain't doing it no more. We're allowing everything. And we're giving the keys to all these fucking passengers, and they're all thinking they're pilots. They're not. They're not pilots. They're passengers, and they are fucking horrible fucking drivers. And they're horrible backseat drivers at that. But some of you guys can't accept that shit. And some of you guys just keep allowing that shit. But it is what it is. Um, see, my dad used to sock me. He would sock me dead in the sternum. He would sock me in the sternum. My dad was a bad motherfucker, dog. I'm just going to be honest. You can ask any of my homeboys I grew up with. I, I'm not here to talk about my dad, but he was, first of all, he was in the Korean War. He was an expert in Akita, uh, type of a martial arts that really only uses your hands. His hand speed was unfucking believable. Plus, he was big dude, right? 6'4, probably 260. I don't know. Huge hands, but super fucking unbelievable with his hands. He was a mechanic, so he used to break wrenches all the time. So his forearms were like a fucking my thigh. And if you guys know anything about biomechanics and inertia and energy, forearms, strengthening your forearms not only deliver, not only create fast hands, Obviously, they're very strong hands, and it comes from your forearms being able to, if you're a quarterback, throw a tight spiral. If you're a basketball player, fucking take the blow and get the shot up. 
If you're a golfer, club speed. Forearms are a critical element in the body that creates a lot of fucking inertia. And my dad used to break wrenches his whole life. My dad never used to lift weights, only in college or in, in high school and shit. Just, you know, regular shit. But everything he did was all fucking natural. He used to roll his feet on a baseball bat. bat. So he had arches like this, dog. On YouTube, you could see his arches were like that. I have flat feet. I was always slow. My dad was like, you're going to stay slow, too. And I'm like, ah, I'm a good enough athlete. I was actually an athlete in everything. I was a pretty damn good athlete in basketball. I could golf. I could swing a baseball. I could pitch a baseball 90-plus miles an hour. I could do all kind of shit. Soto, man, anytime, dog, you want to discuss. Anytime you want to discuss it, dog, we could discuss it. I'm open for anything, any discussion you guys have. I love the an engagement, to be honest. But don't ever say no dumbass shit like you do that. Um, but I appreciate you being in here. Hey, man. I love my haters. They're my biggest fans. I'm not saying you're a hater, Soto, man. I don't know you, but I'm just saying. Anyway, he used to roll his feet on a baseball bat every day growing up. And he had arches. My dad was fast as fuck. He used to tell me to do it. I never did it. I regret it. I could have been maybe faster. I don't know. But everything he did was fucking natural. Like he found things of the earth and did it. <laughs> if it wasn't a baseball bat, it would have been a metal rod. He would have rolled his feet on something. Anyway, r- fucking, hey, turning wrenches all day, dog, will strengthen the fuck out of your core. And this motherfucker was put together. Anyway, the story was. Me and my buddies would always get a phone call from a bartender at his favorite bar. I'm 15 years old. Fucking, he let me have the keys to his car all the time. And uh, I think it was by design for these type of reasons. But I'd go down there to a bar, me and a, got a couple of good friends of mine who I can, you can ask. You can ask my boy Spree. You can ask a couple of my friends, Dave Boston, Aaron. They will tell you, there would be five or six motherfuckers out cold in the parking lot and i'm walking in like what the fuck's going on here and uh <laughs> he's in there still drinking scotch and water at the bar top not even be not even dripping a sweat bead in the bartender and everybody in the bar is all frantic and like oh my god you're my dad never started a fight but he always taught me don't ever back down from one but don't ever start one unless you have to defend others Dog, people, the wrong motherfucker. He was the wrong motherfucker to fuck with. And I'll tell you right now, dog, there's street fighters. There's martial artists. There's boxers. I will tell you right now, a motherfucker that grew up in the street, that (laughs) grew up a hard laborer, and to top it off, a motherfucker that has just a unbelievable fucking will to win and never lose and is a bar fighter will beat the fuck out of everyone else I just mentioned I've seen my dad lock down martial artists in a corner of a bar and a martial artist was fucked I've seen my dad beat the fuck out of a pro boxer that it was so bad dog I I was feeling secondhand like sad I'm like 11 years old Pro boxer. This motherfucker fought like seven pro fights already at this time. 
way younger than my dad. That's something my never my dad always talked about grown man strength. That's a real fucking thing. You guys watch the show? You seen Bobby Bruce and the whole team try to take me to the lake? Did you see me move very much? <laughs> I mean, there was 20 motherfuckers on me. Grown man strength is a real fucking thing. And something called uh, will to win is another thing. And the uh, willingness to not lose is another motherfucking thing. I'm just telling you right now, that shit is real. And uh, my pops was a bad motherfucker, man. And I'm just telling you, uh, I wouldn't have fucked with them. But turning wrenches, I wouldn't fuck with. Breaking wrenches, that's a whole nother ball game. Eating sandwiches with fucking grease fingers, that's a whole nother thing. Them motherfuckers back then didn't give a fuck. And he used to sock me in the chest to the original story here. And, dog, I would lose my breath. I was like, holy fuck. I was little. I was young. <laughs> and I'm sure he didn't sock me very hard, dog. I did not want him to sock me. He would sock me in the arm, in the back. Like, that motherfucker socked me in the fucking thigh. Bruised the fuck out of my thighs. Couldn't walk the next day. Is it is it abuse? Fuck no. That's your mental fucking fortitude. That's how weak you motherfuckers are in the mind. Nowadays, it's abuse, and he'd go to jail like a motherfucker. That's how soft we are, dog. I would never want to change that about him ever. And let me get it twisted. Let me make sure we're not getting it twisted here. I didn't walk home from a great day and he's sitting in there to greet me with a sock to the chest, motherfuckers. No, I fucked up royally and that motherfucker made me pay. And it wasn't always a fucking physical thing either. That motherfucker would have me pushing fucking all kind of shit around at his job, at his, at the mechanic shop. He'd have me fucking pulling engines. He'd have me doing the impossible shit. And I'm like, fuck. People don't realize there's a plan. People have experienced. These older cats have experienced things we haven't. There, he had a master plan. He's teaching me some things. Plus, I'm getting my body stronger. People don't look at it like that, though. And nowadays, dog, it's abuse. It's this. It's that. Sure never knew any kids to kill a fucking anybody out of school. Never had a shooting at the school. <laughs> never disrespected a teacher or hit a teacher. Hmm. It's ironic. That's funny. I never even heard of it. We never even heard of it. Anywhere. Anywhere in America. Never heard of a fucking disrespect to a teacher. Like, <laughs> I'm just telling you. Obesity is at an all-time high, to answer street boy, streety boy. Obesity is at an all-time high for the simple fact that PlayStation, Xbox, the lack of going out and playing, the lack of athletic sporting events, sporting uh, participation. Where I told you nationally we are down in football participation at, from the youth to the high school level. It is at an all-time low. You wonder why obesity is at an all-time high. You wonder why we don't go out and play no more when we come home from school. 
We don't go out and do shit no more. We order groceries to our motherfucking house when I think shopping is the fucking most fabulous thing you can do in life. I still go. I'm going after this. I love shopping. Shit, meet bitches, fucking all kind of shit. Maybe meet a new fucking homie. I don't know. I love shopping. People watch, chill. Now, it's not as fun as it used to be because now people notice me and I have to talk to them. And I don't care. I, I You know me, I don't never turn down a talk, talking to somebody. But at the same time, uh, what do we do? Tweet, order fucking food. You can order groceries for the week to your house, dog. Like that is a fucking pandemic. That is the epidemic. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, there's no more interaction, dog. Matt and Callie, there's no more interaction, human interaction. Why do you think hates and race fucking uh racial tension hatred amongst every fucking buddy i don't give a fuck if you're black hating on asians which to me is mind-boggling if all the shit blacks have gone through for them to be beating up on asians in the subways and shit should be ashamed of your motherfucking selves homie i hope i don't have none of my fucking former players or any players or anybody i know doing that shit when you know y'all went through it for 400 fucking years stop picking on another fucking ethnicity that's a minority Number two, dog, you wonder why the world, the country's so divided. Motherfuckers, everything's social meat. Everything is virtual. There's no human interaction. So guess what happens, uh, Matt and Callie? You never meet the person. So guess what? I tweet something. Oh, man, that dude's an asshole. But if you had met me at the grocery store and I tweeted the same thing you called me an asshole about, you would say, you know what, man? That ain't even that ain't real. That, Coach JB ain't even like that. He's just giving you the real. That motherfucker's a real cat. He's cool as a motherfucker. But, you know, we're judging that cat because he tweeted out this. Because there's no human interaction no more. So everything we do, <coughs> it's a fucking judgmental, put our foot in our mouth. And say some judgmental ass shit, assumption type of shit, accusation type of shit that is really just ignorance, man. Because we have no more human interaction. We rather fucking have everything delivered. We rather have a fucking Uber take us this way. We have an Uber. Dog, I was in, I don't take Uber and all that shit. I've never done it. I had to take it for the first time. And uh, the dude told me. That he picked the motherfucker up from the house. He was 20 years old. The guy he picked up. He said that he Ubered him three houses down. And he said he just was not bullshitting me. I said, you bullshitting me. He said, no, man. I, I swear to God. He goes, I picked this kid up. He tells me I need to go over here to this address. He already put the address in, my, in the app, I guess, or whatever. And he didn't really look at this shit, but he said the shit was three houses away from where he picked him up. And he said, thanks a lot. And, and walked off. Homie, we have a fucking serious problem, Houston. <laughs> like, you got to be shitting me. That is a real fucking thing? That's what we're doing now? 
Man. Ah, uh, man, I could talk about this type of shit all the time. But obesity is at an all-time high. We play PlayStation, Xbox. We play social media, Fortnite. We do all this different shit because we don't want to fucking go out and do activities. So many activities. Step Brothers. Go watch Step Brothers. Motherfucker, we have so many activities. That used to be a real thing. Like, motherfuckers used to go make shit growing up. Like, all of us, dog, in the hood would go make like a clubhouse in a in a in a in a abandoned house. We used to go put together. We didn't know how to do show carpentry, motherfucker. We're 10, 9, 10 years old. Hood babies running around. Some of us crack babies. We put together a clubhouse, whether it was in a fucking tree or whether it was on the ground. That was our kick it spot. Hide and go get it. That was home base, motherfucker. That's where we had to get back to. Dog, that shit is a real, that's real shit. So, I don't know. I think lack of human interaction and the will to has become a real problem. That's just what it is. Tiger Woods is going to play next week at the PNC with his son, Charlie. If you guys didn't know. Less than a year after getting some head on the street and crashing his whip um, out here in SoCal. Uh, <laughs> Cause I know right where he was dog. And I don't know how you're going that fast a, and I don't know how you crash right there. B. So something fishy was going on. I wish I could get my IG back, man. I, 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 I really do, but I don't. Um, I don't. Uh, they just deleted my shit, dog, for no reason. I never even got an email. I never got nothing. Never got nothing. And when I tried to appeal it or whatever, even though it wouldn't really let me, uh, it said my account doesn't even exist. So they took my shit, dog. Um, anyway, who knows? I've been hearing it's been happening to celebrities and, and all kind of public figures that are verified. So something's going on, and I don't know why IG don't realize that and won't respond. You can't talk to no humans. So it's it's some motherfucker sitting over in like Egypt and shit and uh you know can't get nothing out of him. So anyway, handouts. I got to break this down to you guys, man. Um before I get into some sports. Just a few years ago, I'm a member of the AFCA, all right? American Football Coaches Association. I've been going 20 years straight. I, I, I The last two years since the show came out, it's very hard to go because everybody just wants to meet you, have a picture, and, and, and talk, which I'm cool with. Um, but it's no more like, for me, it's just a social event. It's not really learning nothing no more. It's not really any of that. I'm just, I'm just chilling. Um, but at the same time... Um, At the same time, man, there was a coach of the year, and it was a big event at the AFCA, okay? Pete Carroll got it one year. Urban Meyer got it. Nick Saban would get it. Davo Sweeney got it. Ed Ogeron got it. Um, Coach of the year was a big deal, all right? There was one. One fucking coach of the year, okay? 
I, la- I named this show Handouts because we're in a trophy participation era. We give out trophies for participating in whatever. Like, who farts the loudest? Who pisses the furthest? We're giving trophies out for fucking the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. So, everybody gets a trophy. California high school football has become the most evident of my theory. Every single fucking school got into the playoffs, it seemed like. It, 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 it blows my mind. Like... Since when, if you played in the same league, should you play in a different division? So, like, in the Moore League in California, which Long Beach Poly has been power of for fucking 50 years, where I coached at for a while at Long Beach Cabrillo when we would challenge Poly for our league title. It's called the Moore League. All right? It was really good. A lot of talent for a long time. Those schools participated in the same class when it went to the playoffs. And they took the top three out of those out of that league, and you made the playoffs. And you're in the big dogs. You played the modern days, the Boscos, the big time schools, and those are powerhouses throughout the nation. Nowadays, <laughs> the top three schools in that league alone go to different divisions. So the third and fourth place finisher in that league, I guess Long Beach Jordan was the third place finish team they actually played for a cif which is a southern california championship title and they didn't even win their league they didn't even win their league to me that is a problem to me that is a very serious problem it is a fucking pandemic and epidemic in its own right and that is a definition of giving out a trophy for participation and it blows my mind, man. That's the world we live in. Well, back to my point. Dog, I've seen at least six coaches of the year awards being given out yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? If you're in a Division One program, there should be a one coach of the year. This year, it should have been probably Kirby Smart. If you're going by the regular season, to me, Kirby Smart should get coach of the year. Right? Here it goes. Luke Fickle is the Region 1 Coach of the Year. Oh, fuck. All right, hold on. Coach Pittman is the Region 2 Coach of the Year, University of Arkansas. University of Arkansas. He's Region 2 Coach of the Year. Holy fuck, dude. You got to be shitting me. I'm just going to type. Coach Region 3. Mel Tucker. He got AFCA Region 3 Coach of the Year. (laughs) Region 4. Region 4 Coach of the Year. 
goes to Matt Ince. He's the AFCA. He's the, I guess he's a FCS coach. He's the FCS coach. Region 5, Kalani Sataki, BYU, head coach, got coach of the year of Region 5. Region 6. Oh, my fuck, dog. This has got to be a joke. I didn't know that this was a real thing. Um, Kyle Winningham got Region 6, I guess, Coach of the Year. He's Pac-12 Coach of the Year. Holy fuck, dog. We got... So, please uh, make me understand this, YouTube. Please make me understand this. Who's Coach of the Year? (laughs) Who is the Coach of the Year? So the coach of the year don't mean shit. They just gave grown people multiple regions coach of the year. Dog, we're just giving out fucking trophies. We're giving out coach of the year awards to grown people now. No shit. The youth and the young kids are going to expect a trophy, motherfucker. We are giving adults the shit. Holy shit, man. It starts with us. It starts in the household. It starts with the upper admin. It starts with the people with PhDs and making this fucking money that should be making these decisions to let's control the narrative. Let's not just let it out the bag. Let's not, let's not give out trophies to every single human being on the earth. Let's not give out. If we gave a trophy to every single human, we would have a huge problem. We would have no differentiation between anybody. Unfortunately, there is the rich and there's the poor. Now, is it controlled and was it created 100 years ago by white-collar fucking bureaucrats? I don't know. Who knows, right? I do. I do. I, I have done enough studying on the real estate game to where I do believe the real estate game has controlled the population and demographics of that population. I do truly believe in that. I do believe the real estate icons and moguls have created this monopoly to where they certain they want to put certain people and you can go look that up go do some research on your own please and then if you disagree shoot it to me i'll tell you why i don't agree with you and i agree with what i said so anyway um Title of this show, Handouts, dog. Handouts. We're just handing out shit. Let's just hand out everybody an award. Let's hand everybody a fucking trophy. Let's give everybody a fucking... How many Heisman trophies can we give out? Can we give out a regional Heisman? 
When is that coming down the, the pipeline? I bet you a regional Heisman's next. Dog. Give me a fucking break. Holy shit. <sighs> Who knows, man? Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Um, Just a couple things I wrote down, man. Brett Venables takes the Oklahoma head job, retains like six Oklahoma coaches. Um, they were all Bob Stoop hires. So he's kind of keeping it in-house. I appreciate and respect what he's doing. Kudos to him. Um, again, never been a head coach before, but I think he's such a genuine, loyal dude that I think he just fits the mold of what Oklahoma football seems to be like. For me spending my time in that region, um, you know, I, I truly believe that there's some loyalty in there, and I think that fucking what's-his-name bouncing and leaving there and going to SC – I think he's fucked his name up in that region for a long time. I do think it's a real loyal situation. Or Bob Stoops wouldn't be going back there coaching a bowl game. So, anyway, Colorado State hires Jay Norville, a good friend. He's a good dude. He was at Nevada. Um, Nevada. He hired a bunch. Of, he took a bunch of coaches with him to Colorado State. Colorado State's paying him almost $2 million a year. So he's taking a six-figure income at Nevada to a $2 million a year job. So kudos to uh, Jay Norville. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard. Jeff Tedford got hired at Fresno State. Good friend of mine. Good dude, man. Warren High School right here in California, SoCal. Cerritos College, junior college guy. If you don't know anything about Jeff. Jeff used to give me his Jeff Tedford suite when he was a head coach at Cal, and I would take my staff up there in clinic. Great dude, man. Great fucking human, salt-of-the-earth guy. Um, is any Does anyone know who Glenn Foster Jr. is? I don't know if Alan's still in here. Do you know Glenn Foster Jr. played in the NFL? He was killed uh, in the custody of police uh, today. I don't know if you know that. Um Ari Redknapp, QPR, yes. Just so you know, Nico, daddy, pl played with me. So I've known the kid since he was a baby. His daddy and me are really good friends. Uso, he was a DN tight end for me at Compton College, by the way. little fact there. So just giving that knowledge to you. But people always say, Coach JB knows everybody. He they 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 clown me thinking that I don't. But I'm not bragging. It's true. <laughs> Why the fuck do I need to lie about that shit for? Anyway, um I happen to grow up in an area where a lot of motherfuckers grew up in. And I happen to coach the best players in America, and every coach in America needed to know who the fuck I was. So all you fucks out there who don't fucking know that, eat a dick. Um Glenn Foster died in the custody of police. Just so you know, though, I don't want to hear mental health and all this old shit. He fucking went off on a judge in court, basically called her out, told his lawyer off, or said he wanted a lawyer. 
and uh, stormed out of there and then gets arrested for basically, I guess, uh, endangerment, public endangerment or some shit. So who knows, man? I'm sure they'll say CTE on this one, too. Um, but it's unfortunate, man. It really is that that anybody dies in anyone's hands, but but a little a little less. We don't know the scenario, so I'm not judging and jumping to conclusions. I'm not saying it's a black and blue thing. I'm not trying to fucking do One thing about me, I'm always keep it real. Until the facts come out, we don't know. And unless there's video, you're not going to know. But the facts are, you know, I saw the video of him in court, and he looked like he was fucked up. He's pretty fucked up mentally, in my opinion, just looking at him and hearing what he was saying. So, it is what it is. Um... I'm not really a huge proponent of expanding the playoffs. I I could see doing eight teams. I wouldn't be a, a, a I wouldn't be opposed to eight teams, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't do like sixty four and all this shit. See, the problem is, dude, the bowl games have become shit. And why do you think players opt out of bowl games? Thibodeau has entered the draft, number one player, one of the top two or three players in the country. Uh, they have him as number one player in the country, but he, you know, he could be top one, two, or three draft pick. He's entered the draft, so guess what he did? I'm not playing in the bowl game. See, to me, that's just chicken shit. I, I just have a problem with you dedicating yourself to a group of dudes you have played there for some years with and bled, sweat, and cried with, and now you just say, fuck it, I'm going to the league. Well, not all those guys can go to the league, dog. College is for, just like high school, it's the next step. You sh- Would you opt out of your high school? I mean, yeah, that's that's the life we live in now. Ewers or whatever, the quarterback at Ohio State, opted out of his senior year in high school to go to Ohio State, and now he's entered the portal. Hasn't even given it a shot. Everybody wants a handout. Everybody wants instant gratification. Everybody's fucking enabled. Every single motherfucker wants instant gratification right now. I got to win. I got to start. I got to play. I got to do this. Dog. And I, I, I think social media is the fucking number one culprit because everyone sees everyone's shit. Back in the day, nobody nobody knew that. Like, uh, oh, you're gonna redshirt, dog? Cool. But now you you did your fucking. You wore your hat. You you picked the hat on the stage out of twenty hats, and you wore a fucking Michigan hat. And now you don't play, and you transfer. So now it's everywhere. Everyone's blasting you because it's on Twitter, dog. You chose Michigan, and now you transferring because you can't play. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's on the. World Wide Web for everybody to see. It's a peer pressure situation, in my opinion. And I believe it's killing college athletics, killing college football. Basketball already kind of started this thing. Um, unfortunate. They picked the Heisman candidates. Obviously, I told you if Bryce Young balled against Georgia, which he did, to me, he's hands down the winner. Um, you know... I like the Hutchinson kid at Michigan, the DNs, cool and all. I bet you he finished his second um, because of just uh, Michigan, the hype of Michigan right now. They're going to the playoffs. Da, 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 da. Um, you know, 
it is what it is. I just don't think a defensive guy, you know, Charles Woodson, obviously, or, or, or one of these guys that are so impactful. But Hutchison, he, he don't even lead his position in sacks or tackles for losses or anything. Um, but he's getting all the hype. So, I don't know. It's just, it's all how the school markets it as well. Michigan has huge resources. They marketed them early. Um, Will Anderson um, is one of the DNs that has played better. You know, and then my kid, Jermaine Johnson's first team All-American today at Florida State, ACC Defense Player of the Year. He's probably going to be a top four or five DN taken uh, in the draft. So, it is what it is, man. Um, I don't know. We just have too many fucking handouts. That's just my problem. I just think we have too many handouts, and it's really fucking sad. But is what it is. Um. Anyway, man, please don't hand out shit to nobody. You hand out candy at Halloween, motherfucker. That's enough. And I don't accept that either. You know that? You know I wouldn't let my kid take no fucking Halloween candy because there's too many sick fucks out there poisoning candy, doing all this old weird shit. Like, oh, what the fuck happened to this world? <laughs> no human interaction, dog. Too many handouts. Everyone's fucking instant gratifying. Everybody's enabled. You guys have created a monster. Been trying to tell you. Yeah, I think Georgia waxes Michigan. I think Alabama fucking destroys Cincinnati. And I think you have a Georgia-Alabama repeat. And see what happens. Hey, man, I appreciate everybody showing up. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. And uh, let me go out here in the backyard, finish up my bar uh, countertops and my barbecue and uh, take care of my dogs. I got Callie spayed yesterday, and she is not feeling great. She's just laying in my damn bed, and I'm not even going to tell her no. Fuck it. Ruin my $200 Ugg fucking comforter, but it is what it is. My dogs come first. Money is not an issue. I don't give a fuck. That's why I picked the best household for the pups. I don't give a fuck how much you want to offer me money-wise. If you don't fucking check the dots and check the boxes in my fucking application process, you ain't getting the dog, motherfucker. Hey, it is what it is. Hey! Stogie, Bonham's a boy. You both have penises. Stop trying to fuck each other. See what I deal with? Hey, it's a great year to have a great year. It's a great day to have a great fucking day. Went on me. Went on fucking three. I appreciate you guys, man. And I'll holler at you uh, Friday. Pat McAfee show. Friday, uh, AJ Hawk will be hosting. Pat is coming to Cali tomorrow. Coming to LA. And uh, for SmackDown. And uh, there it is. Man, please. Modern Day would never hire me. And I don't like coaching rich kids. I need hood kids. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me.